Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. And today I will be talking about complex post-traumatic stress disorder and spiritual bypassing. So I want to start off by saying that what is, first of all, what is complex PTSD? Complex PTSD is similar to PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, The difference is Complex post-traumatic stress disorder is associated most often with war veterans, uh, child abuse victims, those who have been stuck in war-torn countries without being able to leave. The idea behind this type of PTSD is that when the individual is trapped in the very same environment where they're unable to leave and ultimately feel that they are stuck in this very same environment that they were abused, they will often have symptoms of complex post-traumatic stress disorder. This specifically occurs with children who have been emotionally abused, spiritually, physically abandoned, abused, uh, sexually abused. And the idea is that when the individual, the child suffering, is unable to express their pain and ultimately get help, they will feel a sort of learned helplessness. And oftentimes they will disassociate. This is where you see victims of specifically narcissistic abuse who feel like they're absolutely trapped in their environment, which they are in childhood, which is a hostage situation. They're unable to get freedom and ultimately feel stuck in this situation. This is why victims of narcissistic abuse and many other forms of abuse are able to dissociate and oftentimes do so when triggered. Some of the symptoms... um, of having complex PTSD include debilitating inner shame, self-blame, guilt, uh, extremely harsh inner critic, feeling isolated, alienated, and extreme residual depression. Uh, Other symptoms include tendency towards addiction, broken relationships, and inability to hold focus. So there's a sort of disconnect that happens with trauma. The child the individual suffering in this, in this case, and specifically in childhood where they cannot escape and ultimately they cannot reach out to mom and dad for help, mostly because they are oftentimes the abuser, they'll learn to disassociate from their true self. So they're actually, in a sense, their spirit is disconnecting from the body. This is what dissociation is. It's a sort of dissociating from your physical existence and it's done as a defense in order to protect someone from really feeling, feeling the, full, uh, the full extent of, of pain and, and, and extremely painful torture occurring during the abuse. This leads to a form of spiritual perfection or one-upsmanship. Um, it's usually because when a spirit is dissociated from the body, the spirit will have a difficult time feeling comfortable in one's body. And this is part of the healing, which I'll discuss shortly, is getting it, accepting one's spirit back into the body and really creating that mind, spirit, and body connection. Because the spirit has dissociated from the body in order to avoid feeling this very extreme pain, then ultimately it'll create a sort of uh, feeling extremely disconnected and ultimately the need to um, really compete with other people to feel good enough. And this is oftentimes why victims of abuse feel extremely worthless because they're actually not comfortable in their skin, in their body. They feel extreme sense of shame that they could not protect themselves from these assaults, from the abuse. Narcissistic abusers oftentimes use spiritual bypassing. This is where you see people who kind of skip spiritual ladders and skip spiritual levels of development and rise to high positions of power because they are able to manipulate their other people's spirit as well as their own by bypassing the normal spiritual developmental uh, development, really just 
the, the natural progression of spiritual growth. And this is where narcissistic abusers who have been, I should say, have been disassociating oftentimes from early childhood are able to disassociate in adulthood very easily and bypass spiritually. Narcissistic abuse leads to CPTSD because, of course, in childhood, your parents are not emotionally available to you. They're not attuned to the child's needs, and they will the child will feel trapped with no way out, and again, leading to oftentimes forms of dissociation and the aforementioned spiritual bypassing. I want to go over some symptoms of CPTSD, and I want to also say that a lot of therapists, and I would say most psychologists or therapists or mental health counselors are not aware of complex PTSD. It's a relatively new discovery. Uh, there's a book called uh, From Surviving to Thriving by Pete Walker. Uh, it's about complex PTSD, and I highly suggest you read it. Uh, it can go into much more details of the individual concepts that I'm discussing here. This article that I found online, which I think is extremely important, uh, beneficial, helped me to see able to identify the full symptom list of symptoms. Uh, there are others, but I will go over some of them. This article is Understanding Complex Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder. Author of this article is Gary Giles and Kelly Morell. Some of the symptoms of CPTSD include lack of emotional regulation. This refers to having uncontrollable feelings such as explosive anger or ongoing sadness. Oftentimes you'll see victims of abuse without the awareness, emotional awareness of why they are having extreme dysregulation. They might be suffering from a case of CPTSD. Changes in consciousness, forgetting the traumatic event, feeling disconnected from one's emotions, or essentially dissociating, and oftentimes not really knowing where they stand, kind of existing in a no-man's land. Oftentimes they have negative self-perception, feeling guilt or shame to the point that you feel completely different from other people. This is where you see victims of narcissistic abuse having extreme body shame, because their self-perception, they have disassociated from their body, and therefore they do not see their body in ways that are necessarily accurate. Difficulties with relationships. Um, you'll find oftentimes avoiding relationships or getting too close to people and trusting people way too quickly, um, which could be dysfunctional and abusive and ultimately leading to more abuse. <coughs> Excuse me. A distorted perception of, of the abuser. This includes becoming preoccupied with the relationship between you and your abuser. It can include desiring to take revenge or allowing the abuser to take complete control over you. And this is oftentimes where you learn have a see a learned helplessness. The victim will feel completely taken over without the ability to escape their emotional state and kind of succumb and bond themselves, trauma bond themselves to their abuser. They'll have a sort of loss of systems of meaning. Systems of meaning refer to your faith your beliefs about the world, your religion, your sense of safety, sense of belonging to a certain specific group. You'll feel extremely isolated. You'll feel despair and hopelessness about the future of the world. This is oftentimes a, a sign of CPTSD. There is a big difference between PTSD and CPTSD. PTSD is usually from one time occurring. Now, it could happen from several times of having tra trauma happen, but CPTSD is when there's specific environment that is overall in traumatizing without the ability to properly get the assistance and feel that there is no escape. Even though there is, there might be an escape, feeling trapped without the ability to escape is oftentimes what leads to CPTSD. I want to go over some, some methods of how to, first of all, once you identify that you have CPTSD, 
um, understand that healing is more than possible. Um, as I mentioned, please do re read the book From Surviving to Thriving by Pete Walker, uh, Peter Walker, an excellent book that has helped me personally and professionally understand this issue and help people work through their emotions. I want to give some tips on how to work through uh, the devastating uh, effects of having CPTSD. First of all, it's important to stay present in your body. When you're dissociating, you're actually getting triggered. Your wounds are being activated, and therefore it makes sense to dissociate. It's important to notice the dissociation and stay present in your body and feel your feelings as painful as they are. Settling into your body, whether it's breathing work, meditation, or self-acceptance, radical self-acceptance is very important because otherwise we will disconnect from our body and not stay present enough to actually learn how to resettle back in the body after trauma. Staying, staying present will add flashbacks oftentimes, and therefore it becomes extremely difficult. There'll be flooding, uh, adding to the difficulty of staying present in the trauma, I should say, in the moment in your body. Accept your emotions and not the story, and understand that the story was created as a way of keeping you safe. You created a narrative, a false self, in order to cope. That is what dissociation is. It is disconnecting from your true authentic self, dissociating into a false sense of self, a false story. This is where you see victims of narcissistic abuse become extremely detached from reality, from their emotions. It's important to get in touch with your emotions. Your emotions are, are extremely vital. They are part of who you are. It's important not to neglect that and dissociate from it, because if you do, you abandon yourself. I highly suggest finding a trauma expert, someone who understands complex trauma and understands how to get in touch with the unconscious. Many of the complex trauma victims are unable to move on because they can't access the wounds. They can't access the emotions. This is where getting in touch with the subconscious, the unconscious, and making it conscious so you can be fully aware of your full scope of emotional state and ultimately heal and become a much more present and strong and healthy individual one that does not feel the desire to escape at any threat and dissociate when they feel that they are they are trapped back in uh, the environment in childhood. And this is oftentimes where you see victims who feel that they are going through the trauma again. That's where they dissociate when they feel trapped, whether it's in a subway, whether it's in an, an airplane, or whether it's in a relationship where they feel suffocated and smothered, they might dissociate or disconnect and run as fast as possible. What they're running from is the present moment of the threat of being smothered, being abused, and being controlled, and really not having an escape. I hope this sheds some light on complex post-traumatic stress disorder in your life. If you're suffering from this, please do reach out. I want to help you work through this extremely difficult uh, aftermath of trauma, which is very real. Complex PTSD is extremely real, and because it is a relatively new uh, it's, it's discovery, uh, most therapists, I would say, do not fully understand this. Um, so I can understand if it's a frustration and trying to find somebody, please do find somebody that can help you work through your emotions, work through your wounds, and heal your complex trauma. Please do reach out if you want to work through the system of therapy that I offer. It's called Mind Map Therapy. Um, we work to identify your childhood programming, heal your childhood wounds, dismantle your core beliefs, and shift you into a much healthier mindset, one where you can attract and be attracted to health, healthy lifestyle, healthy individuals, healthy relationships, and a healthy life in general. I can be reached at YITZ, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com, by phone 252-696-4852. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, all the best.